No longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned into His Hardline. Welcome. Glad to have you all here. Don't forget to check out the website, www.hishardline.com. This is the only place where you're going to get God and Jesus Christ mixed in with a little true history of America, mixed in with instructions on how to assemble your nation. We're here to implement solutions that will help restore this republic. But most importantly, we're also here to help America and the rest of the world to invite Jesus Christ into their heart. It's time to take back our nation. It's time to take back our world, ladies and gentlemen. And you can find us here six out of the seven days a week. So be sure to share this with your friends and family. Don't forget, don't forget. Sovereignty itself is, of course, not subject to law, for it is the author and source of law. But in our system, while sovereign powers are delegated to the agencies of government, sovereignty itself remains with the people by whom and for whom all government exists and acts. Welcome to His Heart Line, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get started. <laughs> yeah. Let's get rocking. All right. All right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host, with God at my side, because he is the host, he is at the wheel, and he is in the captain's chair. Therefore, he is steering the ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here today. It is Wednesday, January 18th, 2023. And I tell you what, it has been a challenging couple of days, and I do apologize for the inconvenience, ladies and gentlemen. I am having some severe issues with Podbean. I have no idea what's going on, and you know, I, I can't make heads or tails of what's really happening. And, and quite frankly, it's not just me I'm discovering. From what I understand, there's a lot of other podcasters on Podbean that are having issues. Uh, my wife was just telling me not that long ago, uh, before I went on the air, that all day today, all day yesterday, and even part of the day before yesterday, um, pretty much since Monday, yeah. Uh, we've been having, she said she's been seeing glitches and slowdowns and outages to a degree with Facebook and uh, Instagram. And what's also really interesting is that our neighbors have been experiencing some really wild, um, I guess, electronic phenomena. Uh, some random, you know, situations that occur that normally would never occur otherwise. Uh, for example, one of our neighbors was saying just the other day, uh, just today, as a matter of fact, that their TV just randomly turned on by itself uh, about 11, 1130 at night. Um, there was that. There was also, uh, when I came home from work, my garage door opener wasn't working at all. Like, it was like I was getting some sort of electronic interference. It was not working at all. And no, it was not the battery. Because then I called my wife, had her open up the door, the garage door. And then, um, and then so we tried the garage door 
uh, opener that's uh, you know on her rearview mirror in her car that we have programmed wouldn't work. Then we tried the other remote to shut it and close it wouldn't work. And then we hit the you know the button on the wall. Obviously, it's shut you know open and shut with that. And then randomly, then all of a sudden, the you know the garage remotes decide to work. So I have no idea what's going on there. It's it's the damnedest thing. I have no flipping idea what's going on. But I tell you what, super super annoying. And I really would like to get to the bottom of it. I don't know what's going on, but there's definitely some sort of uh, electronic interference going on. But here's what's crazy: I can't get anything on Podbean to work. I can't get my audio to go. Um, you know, I'm having a hard time uploading stuff. Everything's moving at a snail's pace, but yet we're still able to stream movies on PureFlix without any problems, stream music, no problem, no delays, no anything. Um, I'm able to get up websites, no problem. But for some reason, for some reason, Podbean, and I'm convinced it's either a Podbean thing or some hacker is trying to sabotage this show. Those are the only two possibilities that I can think of, coupled with whatever kind of electronic interference we have going on here. But one way or another, I know for sure I'm getting messed with. So here I am going back to square one, doing these recordings now on the back end offline. So, you know, we will... Find a way, one way or another, to put out this message. We will put out this podcast because at the end of the day, you're not going to keep a good man down. Okay, at the end of the day, I'm going to keep on pressing forward. Um, so today we are doing here at His Hard Line episode 417. This was supposed to be yesterday's episode, but uh, we got plagued with some really bad news in our neighborhood at the same time as I was trying to get this live going and was you know dealing with these issues on Podbean. I just decided to hang it up. I said, you know what, it's getting too late. And uh, yeah, it's just, you know, just had to hang it up. So episode 417, we are going to be reading out of the book of Isaiah, chapter 51, and then we will read article four out of the Constitution, article four, and then we'll continue on with our conversation on the other side. So, so we are reading out of the New American Bible revised edition, and again, starting with verse one. Again, book of Isaiah. And it reads, Listen to me who pursue justice, who seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were honed, to the quarry from which you were taken. Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah, who gave you birth. Though he was but one when I called him, I blessed him and made him many. Yes, the Lord shall comfort Zion, shall comfort all her ruins, her wilderness he shall make like Eden, her wasteland like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found in her, thanksgiving and the sound of song. Be attentive to me, my people, my nation. Give ear to me, for teaching shall go forth from me and my judgment as light to the peoples. I will make my victory come swiftly. My salvation shall go forth, and my arm shall judge the nations. In me the coastland shall hope, and my arm they shall await. Raise your eyes to the heavens, look at the earth below. Though the heavens vanish like smoke, the earth wear out like a garment, and its inhabitants die like fleas. Excuse me, like flies, not fleas, like flies. 
My salvation shall remain forever, and my victory shall always be firm. Hear me, you who know justice, you people who have my teaching at heart. Do not fear the reproach of others. Remain firm at their revilings. They shall be like a garment eaten by moths, like wool consumed by grubs. But my victory shall remain forever, my salvation for all generations. Awake, awake, put on strength, arm of the Lord. Awake as in the days of old, in ages long ago, was it not you who crushed Rahab? You who pierced the dragon? Was it not you who dried up the sea, the waters of the great deep? You who made the depths of the sea into a way for the redeemed to pass through? Those whom the Lord has ransomed will return and enter Zion singing crowned with everlasting joy. They will meet with joy and gladness, sorrow and mourning like flea. I, it is I who comfort you. Can you then fear mortals who die? Human beings who are just grass? And forget the Lord your Maker who stretched out the heavens and laid the foundations of earth. All the day you are in constant dread of the fury of the oppressor when he prepares himself to destroy. But where is the oppressor's fury? The captives shall soon be released. They shall not die and go down into the pit, nor shall they want for bread. For I am the Lord, your, for God, your God, who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar. The Lord of hosts by name. I have put my words into your mouth. I covered you, shielded by my hand, stretching out the heavens, laying the foundations of the earth, saying to Zion, You are my people. Wake up, wake up, arise, Jerusalem, you who drank at the Lord's hand, the cup of his wrath, who drained to the dregs, the bowl of staggering. She has no one to guide her of all the children she bore. She has no one to take her by the hand of all the children she reared. Your misfortunes are double. Who is there to grieve with you? Desolation and destruction, famine and sword. Who is there to comfort you? Your children lie helpless at every street corner, like antelope in a net. They are filled with your wrath, with the wrath of the Lord, the rebuke of your God. But now hear this, afflicted one, drunk, but not with wine. Thus says the Lord, your master, your God, who defends his people. See, I am taking from your hand the cup of staggering. The bowl of my wrath you shall no longer drink. I will put it into the hands of your tormentors. Those who said to you, bow down, that we may walk over you. So you offered your back like the ground, like the street for them to walk on. Okay, so let's break this down verse by verse. All right. So as we look at verses 1 and 2, we see that God has a specific message for those who seek righteousness. One is to look back to one's origins for the Jew and Gentile both. It is the example of faith demonstrated by Abraham, and the rock is Abraham, and the hole of the pit is Sarah. Now in verse 3, God promises to comfort by healing the desert and wilderness, and when one is right in the eyes of God, then one's life will become rich and bountiful, not necessarily in physical things, but in bearing spiritual fruit. Well, what does that look like? Well, it's love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. And when a person has these, what seemed empty and uncontrollable in one's life now becomes a place of comfort and happiness. 
And so as we look at verse 4, God's law is a source of light to people. And David in Psalm 119 says, The word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now, Jesus said that he is the light of the world, and the scriptures are there so many can fully understand God and the ways of righteousness. Now, when one learns from them and obeys them, then one is able to see clearly what choices and direction one should take in their own life. Now, God is never far away. And as we look at verse 5, through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, salvation has been made readily available to all humans to all of man, I should say. And the reference to the arm of the Lord is to make one realize that God is actively working on the earth, and he is not a distant God, but is instead a God who actively participates in our lives and who is standing right beside us. And if mankind would merely turn to him, all could have salvation. And so God pleads with man to consider not the earthly things that perish, but the heavenly things which are eternal. And the earth and all its goods are to be viewed from the heavenly perspective, which is that this world is only a short time compared to the vastness of eternity. Now, such is why it is more important to secure a life in heaven than to live as one pleases in this life. And we certainly see that with the Luciferian order. Do as you please, right? And so... As we look at verses 7 and 8, a person is righteous when one has God's law in their heart. Now, one is not righteous through the works of the law, but the presence of God's word in one's heart. And that is the fact that one is made righteous by the indwelling Spirit of God and not by any action or performance. Now, similar to verse 6, God is drawing attention to the fact that the things of this world will perish, whereas his ways and his salvation are eternal. And if one chooses to dwell in this world and does not consider heavenly things, then one will perish as this world perishes. Now, on the contrary, though, if one chooses to pursue heavenly things, then one is partaking in eternal things. So as we look at verses 9 through 13, the believer pleads for God to work on this earth and in a mighty way because the believer knows that his ways bring everlasting joy. You see, the sinner is frightened by the strength of God, but the believer truly rejoices. And so when one steps back and really considers the difference between God and man, you end up recognizing the error in fearing man above God. And ever since the beginning of this whole 2020 COVID nonsense scamdemic, many people put fear into this man-made virus. Make no mistake, it's a man-made virus. Therefore, you're putting fear in man above fearing God. And so man may be able to oppress others, but is nothing compared to the power and authority it takes to speak creation into existence like God. Very important you remember that. Now, God can at any time override man's power and do as he pleases, and such would be an example of God's hand being strengthened. And so as we look at verses 14 through 16, God is saying here that he is not like an oppressor who keeps his people captive. His hand is one of comfort and protection, yet people try to flee from him as though he is a burden to them. He binds one to him in a covenant, not to imprison one, but for really their own good. 
He is the Almighty Creator, and ultimately His ways are right and will endure forever. And one should count it an honor and a privilege to be put in His care and to partake of eternal things instead of viewing it as a burden. And so as we look at verses 17 to 23, God calls the Jews to wake up from their current state. They have fallen so low that no one mourns their affliction. That is because of their sins. They have no friends. It's easier for men to look down on those who are reaping negative consequences for their choices than to have compassion on them. Now, God, however, is not that way, thankfully. And although they have been under God's wrath, God will deliver the Jews, and he has compassion on those who are afflicted, and even if they are afflicted because of their sins. You see, this promise of deliverance is a specific prophecy concerning Babylon, and the Babylonians who took the Jews captive were themselves overthrown by the Persians. And they took advantage of others' weaknesses, and they would be made weak and lowly themselves. And the prophecy, then, is not to be extended to all believers. And God delivered the Jews because of his covenant. And this does not mean that he will deliver one from the consequences of one's sins. He may do so, but then again, he may not. Now, I kind of want to go back to one verse real quick. Verse 5, where it says, I will make my victory come swiftly. My salvation shall go forth, and my arm shall judge the nations. In me the coastland shall hope, and my arm they shall await. This is pretty profound for me when I read this um, yesterday morning, as a matter of fact, when I um, got, you know, digging into this chapter. I found that very interesting how it was worded like that. I will make my victory come swiftly, and my salvation shall go forth, and my arm shall judge the nations. There is nothing more that I would love than to see that victory come swiftly here any day now. And I think we're approaching a time, this is just my opinion, where we will see a judgment of all nations. We shall see the arm of God come forth. I really believe that we are approaching that time as we gain momentum with the assembly of states made up by we the people. Well, who are we the people? Who are they? They are people who is just trying to follow God's moral law. The people are those who just want to live free as sovereign. Men and women, they just want to live their life, be left alone. They don't want to be controlled by the oppressors. They don't want to be controlled by the elite or the cabal or whatever name they go by. We are waiting for victory to come swiftly. And yes, in me, like it says, in me the coastland shall hope. Hope for what? Hope for justice. And as we look at verse 7, it says, Hear me, you who know justice, you people who have my teaching at heart, do not fear the reproach of others. Remain firm at their revilings. Hear me, you who know justice. Well, who knows justice better than the people in common law? Following natural law, 
God's law, the commandments. You people who have my teaching at heart. Do not fear the reproach of others and remain firm at their revilings. Yeah, I would say that that's, that makes up the body politic of we the people who are assembling the nation states, which will eventually make up these United States of America, which will be a restored republic. Just another couple last verses that I just kind of wanted to look at one more time. Verses 12 and 13 where it says, I... It is I who comfort you. Can you then fear mortals who die, human beings who are just grass, and forget the Lord your Maker, who stretched out the heavens and laid the foundations of the earth? All the day you are in constant dread of the fury of the oppressor. When he prepares himself to destroy, but where is the oppressor's fury? Exactly, where is the oppressor's fury? See, if we trust in God, we believe in God, we take comfort in God, there should be no reason to be in constant dread by these people, by the oppressors, by these tyrants. There should be no reason to be in constant dread because we need to remember who made this earth, who made the heavens, who stretched out the heavens. That is God, Lord, our Maker. These men, these tyrants that try to clutch on the power, they're nothing. Really, if you think about it, they really are nothing. What are we scared about? Sure, can they make our life inconvenient and kind of hellish? Sure. Does that give you the right or the reason to be fearful of them? No. Because again, what can they do to us here? We know who we are. We know where we are going. It's a very, very interesting passage. Very interesting chapter all around. All right. Now let's move on into reading Article 4 of the Constitution. Okay. So there are four sections in Article 4 of the Constitution. So starting with Section 1, it says, Full faith and credit shall be given in each state to the public act, acts, records, and judicial proceedings of every other state. And the Congress may, be general, may by general laws prescribe the manner in which such acts, records, and proceedings shall be proved and the effect thereof. Section 2. The citizens of each state shall be entitled to all privileges and immunities of citizens in the several states. Now, real quick, I'm going to pause there. Now, who are the citizens? Those would be the people that are in government. Those would be the citizens. Now, continuing, a person charged in any state with treason, felony, or other crime who shall flee from justice and be found in another state shall on demand of the executive authority of the state from which he fled be delivered up to be removed to the state having jurisdiction of the crime. No person held to service or labor in one state under the laws thereof escaping into another shall, in consequence of any law or regulation therein, be discharged from such service or labor, but shall be delivered up on claim of the party to whom such service 
or labor may be due. Section 3. New states may be admitted by Congress into this union, but no new state shall be formed or erected within the jurisdiction of any other state, nor any state be formed by the, juris, uh, by, by the junction of two or more states, or parts of, a, of states, without the consent of the legislatures of the states concerned as well as the Congress. The Congress shall have power to dispose of and make all needful rules and regulations respecting the territory or other property belonging to the United States, and nothing in this Constitution shall be so construed as to prejudice any claims of the United States or of any particular state. Last section, section 4. The United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion and on application of the legislature or of the executive when the legislature cannot be convened against domestic violence. Very interesting. The United States shall be guaranteed. The United States shall guarantee to every state in this union, a republican form of government, and shall protect each of them against invasion and on application of the legislature or of the executive. That's very interesting. And shall protect each of them against invasion. Do you feel protected against invasion, ladies and gentlemen? Because I tell you what, I sure as hell don't. This is why we, the people, had to assemble our states because they are not doing what we initially set them out to doing per the Constitution. They are not protecting we, the people, the body politic, against invasion. And that goes for both foreign and domestic. This is why it's so relevant that we do what we are doing. And if you want to know more, by the way, you can go to national-assembly.net. That's national-assembly.net. You can do some research under the forums. There's a lot of reading material. I highly go recommend and do some digging. You want to listen to the Thursday night conference calls, the assembly conference calls. You can do so every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. The phone number is right up there. When you click on um, when you type in national-assembly.net, you'll see the conference call link up at the top of the you know, page. Click on that, and it'll show you exactly where to go. You can either log on freeconferencecall.com, or you can call into the number, whatever is more suitable and convenient for you. Now, what I wanted to do yesterday, we're going to do today. I wanted to review a few sound bites from Kirk's Law Corner. And if uh, you haven't heard of him, go check out his website, kirkslawcorner.com. You can also find him on Telegram. He also has a Rumble channel. But again, go visit his website at kirkslawcorner.com. He does a live every Monday and he goes over the Constitution and like true law, common law. So let's uh, review a few of these clips and see what we can learn here. The first one, he describes the origins of where a state national comes from. Okay. Without lawful authority, factually, it's illegitimate. It's not lawful. So this is what we've been ex uh, subjected to 
since 1871 and even since the War of 1812, which is they were trying to destroy the records, of the congressional records of, of it being passed through the House and the Senate in a convention, constitutional convention per Article 5, and being submitted to the states for ratification because that's due process of law. They want to destroy those records because it kicked the bar out of here and they knew that if, if the bar got kicked out of here, they couldn't infiltrate from the inside, which is why they brought the bar back in in 1878, created the American Bar Association, brought in the Roman Civil Law with the Code of Civil Procedure in 1881, and I'll just toss this in here real quick, in 1887, created the, the, the noun national. Again, that's where national comes from. Prior to that, national didn't exist. No such thing as national. It's all shit made up by the corporation, by the bar, by the bankers. You cannot change your status to a national. That's right. Title of nobility. None. Constitution of the United States of America is the Constitution of the incorporated United States of America. It operates in an economic capacity and has been used to fool the people into thinking it governs the republic. It does is not. It does not. should say it does. Capitalization is not insignificant when it's referring to the legal document. Yeah, that's right. Because all capital letters is American Sign Language and cannot be imported into any language. Chicago Styles Manual specifically states that. And that's not proper English. That's not a language. Read some of the historical documents. You'll never see anything in all capital letters. Why? Because that's not proper English. And they knew that. So that should give you a bit of an idea of exactly where State National came from. That's a fairly new creation under the corporation. That is nothing that is part of our original founding documents. That, that's, not, that's not part of what being an American is. All right? There is no such thing as a State National. Okay, so now, what did we just read in Article 4, Section 4? Because this next piece is very uh, relatable to what Kirk says next with regards to the Republican form of government. Listen. Okay, here's a key one. D.C. Corporation Act of 1871 ended on June 6, 2019. We, the people in assembly, thank you, Donald J. Trump, for complying with the notice sent to you a month ago to end the 1871 contract. We, the people observing, complete the 21 requisitions. View this notice here. Okay. And then, obviously, these videos have been taken down, so I don't know. YouTube probably took them down. So, uh, remember back over there, Serial Brain, Serial Brain 2. Okay. Stuff was going on behind the scenes here. National Assembly or the Michigan, right? The people in assembly. 
did this. This is the power of the people, folks. So this is that power I'm talking about. All political power is inherent in the people. We need to reassemble the de jure Republican form of government here. And these guys have been visited by the military and have been told they are the legitimate ones and have taken actions which Trump followed. Commander-in-Chief followed the 21 requisitions. That's right, he did. And I've read this notice. I've read a lot of this already to you guys. All right, it's just coming from another source. This is not new news to you guys. Okay, but again, let's reread for, 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 for um, just a review purpose. Article 4, Section 4. The United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion and on application of the legislature or of the executive when the legislature cannot be convened against domestic violence. Now, sure, we may not be seeing violence like physically on the street, but you know what? We are definitely seeing an invasion, both foreign and domestic. And it is up to us to make sure that we protect the body politic of we the people. This is why we need to assemble our states. Now, here's another interesting soundbite. Give this a listen to. Very interesting. That's right. Was stolen from us along with our rights, which they can't, per international law, natural rights. But these rights we were talking about are political rights that they stole from us. Our political powers. Keep in mind that according to the original Constitution, only we the people are sovereign, right? Again, that goes back to Book 1, Chapter 1, Section 1 of the Law of Nations. That the, 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 the body politic is the sovereign body. Government is not sovereign. The people are the sovereign they are the servants of the sovereign, the power to create. So the Declaration says government is subject to the consent of the governed. No, it, it says that, that, uh, that to secure these unalienable rights or God-given rights, governments are instituted among men receiving their uh, just powers under the consent of the governed. Okay, that's us, the sovereigns. When's the last time you felt like a sovereign? Uh, it doesn't take a rocket scientist or constitution historian to figure out that the United States government has not been subject to the consent of the governed since long before you or I were born. And nobody alive today that has first-hand knowledge of any of this stuff. This is all history. His Tory. And there's another word for you. It was actually called Tory, not Story. That's why it's called history. It's his Tory. So, which is stretched the tentacles beyond the 10-mile square parcel of the land known as the District of Columbia. In fact, it has invaded every state of the Republic. Mind you, the corporation has no jurisdiction beyond the District of Columbia. You just think it does. Well, the fact is, is District of Columbia doesn't lawfully exist. That's supposed to be land ceded by the states as the seat of government. 
not an independent sovereign nation state. Book 1, Chapter 1, Section 1, The Law of Nations. Again, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't had a chance to go over to Kirk'sLawCorner.com or follow him on Rumble or Telegram, I suggest you go over there and do it now because every Monday night he does a live where he goes over this type of information in greater detail. And actually, if you join us on the conference call every Thursday at 9 p.m., um, he actually, last Thursday, as a matter of fact, on that call, he just dumped a wealth of information that a lot of people had no idea about. And if they did have an idea about it, they didn't know all the specifics, if you will. See, Kirk has been studying these kind of subjects and civics and law and the Constitution and, and everything in between since 1995, if I recall correctly. Definitely go give him a follow. I believe he also has a Patreon channel where you could subscribe to him and join his workshop every Wednesday. Give him a follow. Check him out. You will not be disappointed. You will learn more about common law and subject matters in this nature because you know you you don't nobody learns this in school. Why? Because they don't teach this in school. They don't even teach this in college. And if they do, it's probably BS and it's lies. All right, so we're going to switch gears here for a second. Now, like I said, I do apologize for um, the show production. Hopefully this sounds nice and clean. Um, like I said, I, I, I have no idea. I'm not sure exactly how to remedy this issue right now. I'm not sure exactly where the issue lies. I'm not sure if it's an internet thing, a Podbean thing, a hacker thing, a, a digital interference. I have no idea. What I do know is... I am being hindered from putting out a message. It's very, very, uh, it's interesting, but at the same time, it's also very, um, it's very frustrating. But we're going to switch gears for a second. Now, as I have mentioned to a lot of you, I have stopped listening to a lot of different voices out there. There's only about a couple different shows that I will listen to on a regular basis, and one of them is Bards FM. Now, I am aware that there is a crossover between his audience and the audience here. And I really think that's awesome, for starters, because I am also part of the Bards FM audience as well. But the other day, he mentioned something, and it was very quickly and in passing, because it wasn't really a subject matter that he got into detail. He just made a quick 20-second mention of it, and then... He said that he was going to bookmark that subject and get in contact with the right people um, to have further discussions later on down the road. Well, what discussions are those? Well, those discussions would be regarding becoming a state national. He was talking about state nationalism. And he is actually talking about, in that brief 20 seconds, about how it's a very convoluted process and how when people achieve state nationalism, how they never really come on and want to talk about it. Well, I wonder why. Maybe because, by and large, the bulk of people who do it do the paperwork and, and do their little uh, status change corrections so they can stop paying their taxes. But then what, he, what, what people are failing to realize is that when the republic of these United States reform, like when that finally resets and we restore this republic of the 50 states, these people who did status corrections are going to be people without a nation. Because 
what they are doing is they are swearing an allegiance to a state, not a republic, not a nation. They're, they are, you know, they, they're basically swearing an allegiance to that specific state. That's a big problem when this republic officially gets restored and the National Assembly, the assembly, you know, the lawful assembly comes out of interim status and the military submits their power to the civil authority, which is we the people, the body politic. So I say all that to say this. Now, if you missed the show, here's the clip. Now, I'm very fully aware, too, that there may be a mod or two that is part of my listening audience that, that moderates on his show. Now, before I play this clip, make no mistake, I am not coming after Scott for anything whatsoever. But it is important that people hear what he said. And then we'll just, we'll address it one more time. This is what he said the other night. And that's the issue of how to get back there. And again, these are going to be some ongoing discussions as we push into 2023 with some major initiatives to try to help people find their way to that point. State, national, these sorts of concepts that are, seem very confused. And they are, quite frankly. Very few efforts have been made to make the process clear and simple to track. And those that achieve state nationalism, which is a, a one step in the right direction, seldom want to share their experience, or if they do, it's so convoluted, it's frankly a maze to read. Fortunately, I have come across some folks that seem to have this mapped out fairly clearly, and I'll be reaching out to them and doing a continued work with them and hopefully guiding some as we go forward. And that's just future discussions and a, something to bookmark as you go forward. Okay. So, again, he even mentioned it right there, how the process is very confusing and there hasn't been many efforts made to uh, simplify the process. And that, like I said, he's gotten in contact with somebody that's, you know, we'll, we'll discuss this further and I imagine they'll probably be on his show. Now, like I said, I have tried to approach him once before or twice, I can't remember now, on Truth Social. Trying to bring this information forward. Kept getting ignored, kept getting ignored, which I figured because he's a busy man, he's got a lot of listeners. I tried bringing forward the information of the Field Training Manual 2000-25, which was really the basis of uh, when General Douglas MacArthur and Carl Miller and, 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 and the rest of the gang put forward Operation Blue Book, the Restore America plan, which we are now starting to see the fruits of that labor into modern day. But he basically said in response to me, if you have this kind of information, if you have important information that you want to put out, full, you know, put out to the world, start get a platform, start your own podcast, and get to work. All right, well, I did just that. But see, the thing is, is that you know, and he should know. He, he was in the military. You know, we have a, res, a republic to restore. He knows that. So I kind of washed my hands of it. I said, okay, fine. That's, that's whatever. No big deal. I don't hold grudges or anything because I still listen to the guy. I think he's a great producer. I think he's a great podcaster. I think he does great work. But the reason I played that clip and the reason I'm bringing this up now is those of you out there who are closer to him than I am, and you know who you are, I think Chris in Michigan, I think, is one of them. 
Uh, it goes by the screen name on Podbean, Chris in Michigan, uh, Zero in Michigan, and then there may, there's there's definitely a few others that listen to his show, but I think Chris in Michigan um, is one of his moderators. And if there are others that listen to the show, awesome. I First off, thank you, all of you, for joining us here. But if you can, get that information out there to him about the National Assembly. I can get him in contact with, you know, Destry or, um, you know, someone who has more knowledge or even Kirk with Kirk's Law Corner to discuss this in greater detail. Yeah, well, Jason, why not you? Well, I could. But remember, as I will always continue to tell you guys, I still am learning on a continual basis myself. And if anything, I'd rather have somebody that actually has solid knowledge, solid information, like Destry or like Kirk, right? But Destry, because he's been in this for quite some time now, he's, he's the one that has lived the experience. So anybody out there who can get in touch with Scott, have him reach out to me via email. And again, it's jmjdirect at gmail.com or jmjdirect at protonmail.com. Have him email me. We'll exchange numbers. We can have a private conversation I can even get him in contact with Destry or who, you know, to, to, so he can have a, an actual conversation with him, which might be even better for him anyway, since I believe you know, Scott and Destry might be on the same uh, time zone. But also, if you can get in touch with Scott, let him know. Oregon became the 15th assembled state. They put out public notice. Illinois is the 16th. So there is already an, an effort an assembly that's already started and public notice has been put out there. Maybe some of the people that are in this assembly might be from his county. So again, if you are close to Scott, have him reach out to me. Jason at jmjdirect at gmail.com or jmjdirect at protonmail.com. And, you know, we'll start having the conversation so he can understand what exactly state nationalism is and what the lawful assembly is and why that's the only process forward to restore this republic. So again, make no mistake, I don't play that clip to disparage him or discredit Scott. That's not what I'm doing because sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. And one thing that I'm very certain of is that we have a lot of people who are very cunning and they definitely are silver-tongued serpents. We have some infiltrators, and they will be dealt with. And the state national movement is just a way to subvert the process and the proceedings and the progress of the lawful assembly of we the people, the body politic of we the people. See, they can't directly get in our way, but indirectly? Yeah, they can do that and persuade so many people away from the lawful process. I mean, they've already got 10 plus million people already tricked and confused. We don't need another 70 or 75,000 more people that happens to be Scott's audience, listening audience. That's a big number of people. Scott reaches a very large number of people. So if he is for real about wanting to 
Hear the roadmap to how America becomes great again. America first. I know he always says, what does that look like? We know what that looks like, and we have the people to explain what that looks like. Have them reach out to me. Okay. I was going to play another soundbite by Dan Bongino when he was talking about the whole Tucker Carlson and his theory about the uh, FAA, you know, outage and all that other stuff. But, you know, just for the sake of time, I think we're just going to kind of close it out right here and we're going to end with a prayer. All right. Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you so very much for this time together and for all that you do for us. And, and Father, I pray that we can get to the bottom of these issues that we're having technologically, digitally, with Podbean, with the internet, with potential hackers. I don't know. I don't know who's got their hand in this and what, you know, what they're actually doing, but they're doing a good job of it. But one thing is for sure, you're not going to keep a good man down. You called me for a specific reason, for a specific mission, and that is to do this podcast. And by golly, I'm going to make sure I fulfill my duty and my service to you, God, and to your people. Because it is you who we serve. It is Jesus Christ, your son, who we serve who we invite in our heart on a daily basis. So God, we just pray, please give us protection. Help us find resolve with this so we can continue to do live broadcast because there are so many people out there that really enjoy that. They really take, um, they really take to that very much because they like being involved in the live chat. They like interacting. I like interacting with your people. So please, God, help pave the way forward on what I should do next, what we should do next. Because remember, this is your show. This is not mine. What do we need to do, boss? What do we need to do? You show me. You give me your instructions. Delegate to me what we need to do, and we'll get it done. I just, I need you to talk to me. Thank you for another day of life and good health, and thank you for this community, and thank you for all that you do. And we pray for that girl that's just a few houses down who thought it was necessary to take her own life because there was no other easier way out. I pray for her grandmother. I pray for her little 11-year-old brother. Protect that family. Love that family. I pray for the marriages out there that are struggling, my coworker, people that are in our circles of influence, people that we know, friends. There's a lot of marriages that are struggling right now, and Satan has a heavy hand in all of it. I know he does. He's trying to break up these families. And this is why we put God, you, God, first, family second. Obviously, health is in there. Third and then fourth is country. They break up the family and break up our health. Then they can destroy a nation and make it weaker and take control. We can't have that happen. The Father. Lead the way here. Guide us. Be the shining light so we can continue sowing seeds for you and working for your glory. We pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have for you tonight here at His Hard Line. Remember, we are firm. We are steadfast. We are uncompromising. The enemy can't keep pushing us down. We will find a way to put this message out one way or another. And I'm sorry for the inconvenience that has caused all of you. I know you all enjoy the live broadcast as I do too. But now I need your help more than ever. Let's get this message out there. I don't know how over the target I am, but I must be somewhat over the target if they're willing to do this kind of crap because, quite frankly, this is very frustrating. 
This is very frustrating, and, and, and I just I pray that we can get to the bottom of this. But you know what? We will, because all things are possible through God. There's no limitations that are put on God. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all have a great day or night wherever you're at in the world. And until then or the next time, we will be back here tomorrow. We will try to do a live. If not, I'll have to do the same thing again, a recording and upload it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, God bless and have a good night or a good morning or afternoon, wherever you're at in the world. And we will be back here tomorrow. Bye-bye. No longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in here at His Heart Line. Really appreciate you. And don't forget to share this podcast with friends and family. Just copy the link, shoot it via text. You could share it on social media. I don't care if you got to put it up in smoke signals. Just get it out there. And don't forget to check out the website, www.hisharline.com. And join us here every single day. We operate six out of the seven days a week. And remember, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Don't forget, don't forget. Sovereignty itself is of course not subject to law, for it is the author and source of law. But in our system, while sovereign powers are delegated to the agencies of government, sovereignty itself remains with the people by whom and for whom all government exists and acts. We'll see you back here next time.